Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this session, Victor gives us all a lesson on the various roles as a financial advisor at Fidelity. We learn the difference between a relationship manager, financial consultant, and investment consultant, and how pay is structured from the most junior levels to the highest levels. Victor talks about his next steps to gain more skills, including an exam on insurance and starting his CFP and CFA in the near future. Enjoy. All right, Victor. I'm tired. It's a long week. It's November 2nd, and it's been too long since we've chatted about your progress. I know last time we chatted, you had kind of been promoted, right? Correct. It just got promoted and it took a long trip overseas. So right after promotion. So yeah. tell me a little bit about just uh, what's going on with um, the day to day. Have you settled in and stuff like that? And what's it like? Yeah. So definitely it's been a while. So I'm glad actually we got a, uh, got a chance to again chat. Uh, so basically right after I got promoted a week later, I took this long month and a half trip. Uh, basically, got on, I think five weeks. I got back and I kind of settled with the systems and the programs and the new office, the new actually um, the branch office. So I went from one branch to another branch. So there were like a few days of orientation. Then I got put into cohort training for my new role. Mm -hmm. uh, about a week later, I just what's, finished what's the, that. For the listeners, what's the role again? What's it's it a relationship manager. That's what the fidelity calls. Is basically the way they exp we explain to the clients is that uh, financial consultants are being the you know the doctor, the main doctor, and we are like a head nurse or something like that. You know, yeah. we so tell me about the it. yeah. Tell me about the like. So if you were to join Fidelity as an undergrad or like your initial, what are the titles? How does it go up? Just to remind. So. You got two different centers. You got the original centers and the branch. So it kind of differs. In original centers, you have absolutely this, like I'm pretty sure not everyone likes about client services, customer services, just regular call centers. Yep. And the one that I did was the investment, investment solution representative. It's basically what you do in the branch as a, I would say, uh, a relationship manager slash investment consultant. You reach out to clients who's got less than fifty to hundred thousand dollars in their accounts you try to come up with the solutions and the that's, products. and that's like uh for those so it's called investment solutions consultant is the first representative 
it is kind yeah. of the second second rank on the i okay. would say so it goes, and, then, and, and what's the pay like out of school for the do undergrads get that right out of school if they wanted it yes uh if, and for the one thing that the most important thing i would say actually and they're hiring right now it is hiring frenzy for fidelity yes. so the most important thing i would say that since most companies and i don't know right now but when i joined they didn't offer positions to people who did not have their um uh the licenses which is mm -hmm. sie 763 top up or 65 or 66. Mm -hmm. fidelity basically not only gives you that orientation it also allows you enough time with the material and everything make sure that you know you got enough time to pass I haven't seen that from people chase i got offered from was fargo yeah. they do but you kind of work day to day and whatever you study in your time but fidelity actually and again i'm kind of uh, i know uh shamefully uh, pitching that but yeah. it's because the people who actually came to the fidelity and i've seen from my own experience that uh it is pretty generous at least the time wise they allow you to go study that's awesome. So, so people coming out of grad could apply for this. And then what's the exactly pay? what's the it's obviously pretty low pay initially, right? It, exactly. It's around 50,000, 50,000. 50, yeah. yeah. But once you get your licenses and you get a little experience and then the kind of sky is the limit, it depends on your work ethic. And of course, opportunities. About. So bonus for first year would be almost like nothing, um, like 2%, uh, 5%. I would say about like a 5 to 10% of that, like yeah. uh, because of Christmas bonus. And if you do overwork, they do pay overtime. They do pay very okay. well for overtime. And there's a, a retention what did say, bonus. Time and a half? Time and a half? Uh, yes. I think 1.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And so the day-to-day -day of that initial entry-level job is like you're calling clients that don't have as much money. You're just trying to get, get them into like ETFs, low-cost solutions, Vanguard, you know, stuff like that, trying to help guide them in terms of like diversification, making sure they're not putting all their money in like GameStop. It or whatever exactly so you basically <laughs> you try to yeah yeah exactly you try to roll them uh if, if you have a rollover options let's say they have their all 401k yeah and if you want to kind of invest them to ira rollovers and then they get the try to get it into fidelity you try exactly. to get it into fidelity yes. and be like hey yeah. get it all managed under one roof we'll help exactly. you okay. exactly 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 so you're doing that type of stuff um and you're okay so you're you're just on the phones a lot doing oh. Are you doing Zooms with the, the clients ever? Or is uh, so right now I do, but when I was an ISR and original center, I don't. Right now, since I have what is it like called? a- original center or origination? Ori original, original center, which original. is a oh, sorry, sorry, uh, original sorry. center. Yeah, original right, yeah. center. So you have like Colorado, Utah, they don't have basically branches. I think Colorado does have both original and the branches, Got but it. mostly the original centers are uh, in those like location where you don't you work basically mostly from home uh and uh, i mean this is pretty cool i mean it's pretty cool gig because i'm sure fidelity has great benefits and all this stuff like matching on 401k and all this stuff right so like i don't know like i assume it's for people who are kind of interested in finance um but maybe you know in the markets in general i think it could be a really cool job so tell me, so like, okay, typically how many years are you in this initial entry level thing? Let's say you're good and you're talking to clients, they're rolling, everyone's rolling over their 401ks to Fidelity, you have good metrics, you're calling, you're talking with a lot of clients per day. Like, yeah, tell me about those numbers. Like, would you be doing like 10 calls a day, 50 calls a day? 
So uh, it depends on the role. For example, if you're client services, you get maybe like a 50 to 70 calls, but those are all short calls. It's basically maintenance calls, account maintenance. If you are in the role of investment solutions, then they require most of 66 because you need to advise also clients. The series instead of 66. 66, 66 yes, yep. yeah. And then when Is that you're what you're that, doing? Is that what you're doing now? Right now, no. I'm I am in the six to six. I do advise, but I also work it very tight need of group of people. I base support my financial advisor who's book who's got a book of clients, let's say 100, 150, 200. We are like far more person personalized than what I was doing in uh, as a people ISO. who have 100, 150, 200k in and mostly, yeah, mostly that, that middle also, range, that middle range, exactly, exactly. Right. And also, it's very tight need of group instead of me just reaching out to a bunch of uh, people that we have never met. This is mostly making sure that they have met with my financial so advisor. So your boss, what's his title? I is Some of them are uh, uh, vice president, financial consultant. Some of them are just financial consultants. Okay. And so financial consultant or vice president, financial consultant. Vice so consultant. So yes. it's not a financial advisor. It's not called, or it is. Uh, I think uh, Fidelity calls them both. We use okay. them both at financial advisor. And Very interchangeable. This is so confusing. Yes. All, the, yes. all the terms. Yes. That's why I'm trying to yeah. ask it because I think the listeners probably don't know what the difference is. So, so basically, as you move up, you can you can go from like the one where you're servicing the lower kind of accounts in terms of like lower amount that's invested, try to get them to roll over, try to get them to, into some products that are good for them, diversify all the good stuff, portfolio balance, but you're not really like advising them necessarily on like stuff or it's mostly trying to get the money in. Uh, you do advise them, but it's not as much as a financial consultants or advisors. Okay. But you, you, so basically, you need the 66 to do the calls as well? Mostly for the advising stuff, yes. Okay, so then let's say so. And these are to the best of my knowledge, by the way. I don't. Yeah, that's I fine. Mind, that's you know? fine. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you to it. So yeah. financial. So then the financial advisor, the consultant, that's your boss. You're supporting him with kind of more medium. We won't call them high net worth. We'll call them middle net worth clients um, that are basically trying to. Uh, you know, he's having to have a little bit longer calls, a little bit longer strategy calls, and you're helping him kind of figure out like who we should be talking to, stuff like that. Or what's what's your day to day like in that? Exactly. So um, I have some of those. I have some of the like uh, we don't do most of cold calls. We have we only reach out to people who actually gets flagged. Hey, this person is retired and has got this much amount of money and mm -hmm. has got like a stock concentration in let's say Microsoft and it's all nine hundred million dollars and all of Microsoft. So we need to reach out to these people that, yeah, we know that you haven't checked your 401k, but this is what we offer. So are you know, dealing with high net worth clients? Yes, we do. Yes, yes. Oh, you no, said there's, so you'll talk to people who are like 100 million in the bank or whatever, or not, yeah, not 100 million, not that much, maybe five, 10 to, ten, five to 10 million. Yes. Got it. Okay. And so you'll, you'll try to get them on the phone saying, hey, you know, you're overly concentrated in one, this one. Yes, day. yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Microsoft probably being a good example because. Yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah, throwing that out exactly. so much. <laughs> yes, yes. I was just throwing that out there because it's very. Yeah, yeah no, I'm sure that's a problem with a lot of uh, portfolios yeah. at any sort of tech exposure. Um, yeah. Not so much Amazon and Google these days so coming down. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about, um, okay, so your day-to-day -day is kind of supporting. So like, give me a split of your day, like a typical day in the life of, of your title, which is, again, remind me, investment. Uh, right now, relationship manager. Relationship manager. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to become an investment consultant, which is one rec higher. And, that I kind of, 
And then so you'd be, one, yeah. you'd be side by side with your boss and you'd have a relationship manager under you or not yet. You have to kind of run uh, it for a while first. Before I, I'm, I'm going to have to run it for a while. Like yeah. This. Yeah. But you'll be a little bit so, more like you'll be the one doing all the calls. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yes. That's great. Okay. So tell me a little bit about like, yeah, just day to day. Like, are you. So I work very differently from everyone else. I'm not going to lie. It's not, it's just going to be a bit different, but I'm just going to try to give as much because I kind of jot everything down minute by minute what I do to make sure that I maximize the time that I had to spend on any task. Yep. So it might not be the same, but usually we have these meetings that I have to attend. This is weekly team meetings, you know, some kind of catch up with my FC. So I'm putting those aside. That might be like two to five times a week, depending on the yep. days, you know. Yep. And then I have the calls and tasks that my bosses assign me. So he'll have flags. He'll be like, hey, you got to do these 20 calls today. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Right. Or, a, for example, reach out to Patrick. Patrick has got, you know, this WSO, it's IPO sold out or something like that. He's <laughs> yeah. Got the, yeah. Something like that. You know what I mean? All like right. we need to reach out to Patrick, say that, hey, he's already retired and he's uh, got a 401k inactive. Or, hey, Patrick wanted to transfer the 401k, but there was some kind of issue. I need to reach out and follow up on it, see what it. he needs, and okay. you know, make sure that we maintain that kind of relationship because then Patrick does not feel like okay, he got he got left forgotten and he's not getting taken care of. It's kind of you know what I mean, like a personal touch. Yeah. That is what the kind of head nurse come into play. Yeah. And then there are some tasks that requires we have this uh, you know uh, fidelity maintain accounts. I think the manage accounts, which yeah. we have this brain trust from Boston. They kind of do the trades, do the investment, everything. So yeah. we reach out to those clients. These are again high net worth clients and high net worth. What I mean is like three to ten million dollars and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And then we kind of reach out, make sure that okay, they understand what's going on. If they have any question, it, yeah. it might be like a simple question: is, Hey, I want to create a trust, but this document is missing. Whom do I need to talk to? Yeah. So instead of sending them to for you know the regular client services, we want, we want to make sure that we take that extra step for them. To yep. make sure that they're kind of you know it's kind of a, a premium service kind of thing yeah because you, know, you don't like want an airport yeah, yeah. you don't want to lose the, you don't want to piss them off and lose that exactly <laughs> exactly for a 10 million dollar client for because uh, he had to wait for a password yeah. change for about 20 minutes on the phone does that make yeah. sense yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah so that's cool so you're doing like okay so then in terms of like the initial the initial job at a school it's like 50-ish k but like what's determining like bonuses and pay raises there so um, right now, my bonuses is just fidelity proprietary bonus because of my role. I don't like, you know, I'm saying mean right out of school, like the one below, not the relationship manager. The, uh, the uh, what, what, it, what does, uh, I think it's just overall, uh, it, it depends on, yeah, it is the same for yeah. the, not right now, not the one, uh, the one, the role that I'm in, the one that before the yeah. straight out of school, it's basically, they do a Christmas bonus. It's a holiday right. bonus. Yeah. There is a some kind of retention bonus. And depending on how well you perform, there are a few metrics, few KPIs. I'm guessing like that's call. pretty much the same. Exact a call, you know, retention. But it's still a relatively small percentage compared to like very, investment banking. It's like you know, yes. five to ten percent. So it, it's usually your base salary that's going up over the years. Exactly. Or if you get promoted, you pass your series 66, you start becoming more like a financial advisor. Exactly. Um, or a you know, consultant, whatever you want to call exactly. it. Exactly. Investment consultant and up becomes that, and then the bonus started kind of uh started making investment consultant and up. Are there set base salaries for that? Or is it like 100 k 80 k What is it in there? 
It is. My my. Uh, if my recollection is right, I think it is ninety k plus the uh, the bonus that you make. You kind of make around I think hundred thirty to hundred forty, and it depending on how well you're at you're at your job. So yeah. it is a very much a um, produ production role right this now. This is all like in inbound sales. Inbound. This is not you going out and build, building your own book of business. Can you do that? Is that what? What if you were to like go bring in new clients into Fidelity? Like, so you basically pass them down up to depending on how much money they have, pass them up to the, your uh, financial consultant or vice president financial consultant. Yeah. And you get a, get a credit every time they make a trade, you get a little bit of bonus from that. But it's not in your book. As an IC, you kind of a junior person learning. Uh, you're kind of on the job training for FC, if that makes sense. Got it. Investments. So like when you, when, if you're going to be in what, a year or two, you're going to be Hopefully your a year. You'll be like your own financial consultant at that point. That's exactly. Very. And then at that point, small. if you bring in somebody under your thing, you're now getting a cut of all those trades. Exactly. That they do. And is exactly. it mostly based on trades and volume that they're doing? Is it based on assets under management? That it's that it's have? both. It's both. I think, but mostly right. asset under management. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so if you eventually build a book of like fifty million or hundred million dollars underneath you, what's your pay look like, or how high do you? I, I have uh, people who actually work almost like seven, eight years, and one of two of them are my mentors. I'm yeah. trying to be like them, and yeah. they're really hardworking people too. Uh, one of them last year made around seven hundred thousand dollars. Right. So it, it's yeah. one of those things that if you build, it, do you know what his AUM is under, underneath him, or what? Oh, uh, I think around fifty, if I'm around not 50, mistaken. Yeah. So like, yeah, you can get that, you just, but you have to. It's oh not, yes, you have to absolutely you have to work. Yeah, but again, I mean, unlike. Yeah, it, it, it is more of a, like a day job to a certain point. But once you're in the production role, it is not a day job. It is not nine to five. You need to kind of- Once you're in the financial like, consultant role, like I the salary is a little higher, you're saying, exactly. but it's not like exactly. going to be most of the pay. The pay, the upside is where you're bringing in new exactly. business fidelity underneath. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. That's awesome. That's yeah, exciting. It is, uh, it and is the, very and, exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, if you're good with people- and you know the markets well. It's like sky's the limit, right? Uh, I uh, that's that's my thinking. Like a little bit about the plan. I uh, basically reached out, and again, this is what I picked up from you. I reached out to a bunch of people and asked them basically, shamelessly, "Can you be my mentor?" Yeah. You know, some of them are in the uh, like one above me, and some of them are like three steps above me. And I will meet with them like 15, 20 minutes. I only bring two to three questions, particular questions. I don't want it to be open ended. We get to kind of um, drink coffee, talk about their lives, but when it's like a actual work related mentoring, two to three questions, make sure that I know what I'm asking, kind of have kind of homework for myself, come back if I didn't understand that, right? So um, they told me, and that includes also my branch manager, which I am taking my insurance, uh, health, life, accident insurance for oh. California. Yeah, you can sell insurance, week. you can be huge. Yes, huge exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I'm doing that in about a week. I'm going to sit for the exam. Nice. And once I'm done with that, uh, the day after I'm starting my CFB course, which Fidelity pays for it. Nice. They told me that I should probably take my time, but I just want to make sure I kind of get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping to next year this time, I'll have my CFP, even though I won't be able to put in my name, but it's going to take about, I think uh, I will need another nine months or so next year by this time to have that experience. And then, cool. you know, and that so, probably helps um, you get promoted faster. Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, and I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to work on my CFA. I know that, again, they told me that it's not required, but 
understanding the markets, having that knowledge, and also having that designation yeah. to yeah. kind of build up that scratch. Again, and, this and is kind of build a, the credibility with just your client. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like saying that, hey, I've uh, got my MBA. Most likely you don't use your MBA as much, but yeah. everyone knows that Patrick graduated from, you know, Warden School of Business. That kind of tells like, okay, it not helps. everybody. Well, especially in, the, especially in your business, like I don't know much about the asset management business and this whole financial planner. I don't know it well. Um, so thank you for educating us. But the um, what I do know is that perception is like reality, right? A lot of times. And so when you get the CFP, when you get the CFA, you have all that stuff. It just, it makes people a lot more comfortable talking and asking questions. And then when people ask you about the markets, you have an opinion, but like, you know, you're just going to know that's what you're going to get asked all the time. And then, you know, what really probably makes the best financial managers or, or the most successful, I should say, not necessarily the best, meaning the most successful in terms of growing your AUM is just if you, if you're aggressive about meeting new people and meeting yeah. the right type of people and getting in the right circles. Exactly. Cause like and that, you could add 10, $100,000 clients and almost the same effort for adding one, $1 million client or one $10 million client. And you get 10 times the rewards of adding that $10 million client versus, exactly. you know, so like if you can get into the high net worth type of world somehow, and you're smart about how you do it, um, we should talk about that. Yeah, I really would love to actually talk about it. Like, because I think it's fascinating. Like, how would you do that? What events should you go to to start meeting people? What that type of stuff? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, absolutely. And I, if if I catch a drift, right, let me just kind of say it in my own words. So it's basically you got this like you know three to five years plan, right? On the first one, designation part, you understand yeah. the market, understand your job, and the second part, I think the most important thing about our like area of you know work is just uh, this is what they drill to us and I you are absolutely right I've heard that first someone was in the military perception is reality yeah. if you look like you're sleeping it doesn't mean that you aren't sleeping it means that you were sleeping that's what you were perceived so it kind of got drilled in the military and fidelity uh, what they told us that client do not care how much you know unless you care how much you care about them. So you got the personal side of the, you have to be very personable, warm, because they don't want to talk to a robot. You might have all the book knowledge, but if you are not relatable, that doesn't, it's kind of uh, two sides of medallion. You have to develop that uh, human, human interaction. You have to really like people to talk to, and also you got to bring that expertise. But you're absolutely right. It is a fascinating thing. Once you get those, and it's also a, uh, to be honest, it's not like you get stuck here. It's uh, once you have all those designation market knowledge, you can always do a lateral um, you know, uh, transfer to a much more to what we have. Uh, partners that we work with, they're wealth advisors. Uh, precisely, they work 10 million plus people and they make far more money. They have uh, yeah. far more in charge of their day-to-day. -day, you know, It's all kind of a, how you prepare and set yourself up for the next and I'm sure not just the insurance career. stuff, but then also becoming probably more knowledgeable on tax. Exactly. Um, would probably be another interesting step and thing to have to be able to start dealing with higher net worth individuals, like knowing up how to set up certain defined benefit plans and looking at their structure of their own businesses and figuring out, hey, you got to do this. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing this. Why aren't you paying? Why don't you have a, you know, this set up, for example, to help shield some taxes and blah, blah, blah. Like knowing that stuff is probably really valuable to these people. And you can pay for Absolutely. yourself. You're like, hey, you're paying 50K in taxes. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's true. I think a CFP kind of introduces to those six aspects of the financial planning. Yeah. And then what do you do with it? It's kind of your own thing. You got to take it and kind of master it. 
yeah. you can kind of create that niche. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, thank you for educating us. Any questions, anything I can be helpful with? I know I'm not that helpful in this space. You're, you're, you're teaching me more than I'm teaching you at this point. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's always great to have this, you know, exchange of information. I'm really happy that to be, uh, you know, on this journey with you. Well, let's talk about that probably like in a few months uh, after once I kind of got the insurance and kind of move on with the CFP, what events to go to and whom to talk and what to I think that's, that's going to be the fun part. Yeah, exactly. Because you're there, like, you kind of broaden always my horizon. I kind of get stuck well, in think one about way. It. Like, maybe you should pick up some really expensive hobbies. Golfing. <laughs> Golfing sounds... Golfing? Golfing sounds, maybe yeah. you could become a polo player? Polo player? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll look into Anything that. Anything with I'll horses? Since uh, have a lot of people a lot of money if they own horses. Yeah. yeah, true, true, true. Actually, very true. Uh, and I live in Newport Beach, so... It Newport is Beach one is of a the, great place. Yeah, There's a lot of money yeah, there. Uh, so if yeah. you're a financial planner there, you're going to be running yeah. into people. Um, but yeah, just just being smart about like, you know, putting yourself in the right place, meeting people, um, networking. And we can talk a little bit about like perception in terms of like, absolutely, like, um, you know, agents versus like how agents present themselves, like real estate agents versus how a financial planner presents themselves and how like the difference of it, like real estate agents are a little more flashy. This, you want to also be, well put together, but you don't necessarily want to be as flashy, right? You want to look, you don't want to look like, oh, I'm making all this money off yeah. of my clients. Yeah, true. Very, very. And I have also like, I uh, got to tell you this, like I always find this like a very, it's always the kind of a uh, unspoken rule, right? About the age, if you're non-traditional, if you go yeah. the different route, this is the probably only space that having it been a little bit older, if a uh, very, very positive. Helps because you. yeah, very even more gray so. hair, dude. Work on it. Look, uh, oh, you, oh, you, oh. Beer. you need this beard. The gray beard helps. Yeah, we have really good like financial consultant in their mid twenties, but they lose business because just it's again perception is a reality because they don't trust them. Like, how would you know this much if you're you weren't even all, you you were like twelve years old when you went through the great financial crisis and exactly exactly like and that I've seen that and. In, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of enjoy that a little bit. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you're older. Yeah, I it's a guilty it. pleasure. But uh, I just wanted to kind of uh, let you and your like audience know that it's actually if they have a non-traditional, you know, people, it's really good space to be. But like anything else in life, it takes a lot of work. It's who you, what you make of it. So it's not always, uh, you know um sunshine and you know uh, well, it's, it's a just, long it's uh, a long build it's a long road exactly 15 20 years you'll be very happy you went that direction exactly exactly well, um, there's a, there's well i'll be out. working i'll i'll be working with you hopefully yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> the longest mentee relationship yes exactly I, this, so. well i'm super happy with you patrick so you always help me to broaden my horizon i'm more than happy to come well i mean i think the more interesting part will be after all the legwork is done i think the more interesting part is talking about like like i said you know i kind of half joking about picking up expensive hobbies but um if your job is to like try and break build a book of business i think it's smart to put yourself in those things and actually try to enjoy it and build yeah, relationships and friends before even you know yeah, exactly even anything pitching to anybody it, just building friends and, and knowing those people i think helps um long term will help your business because even if they don't work with you or they most likely they already have financial advisors. Um, they may have friends that don't. Yeah, exactly. And also like it all takes maybe three to five really rich people. And then you kind of set. Yeah. And, and exactly. And you, uh, something where it may take you three to five years to build that relationship exactly. before they decide, Hey, you know what? I'm going to give some money to Victor. 
Absolutely. And also it's a, it's coming from the point of view, you're not desperate for anything. Mm-hmm. So it, that helps too. Like you're not really yep. looking for it. It happens good. It doesn't happen. You're good with that too. So that yeah. kind of uh, helps. With, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think you're going to be very successful with this. I think it's a great, path. I think it's a great path for you because I think you're good with people. And I think that's going to, that's really what matters. And you have the intellect to be able to learn all the other stuff about the market. So awesome. Congrats on the path, man. I'm Thank excited you. for you. Thank I'm excited you. to see the see the trajectory. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, me too. Well, you know, we'll chat again in December. I'll tell about my insurance and how my CFP going on. And well, whatever the question we have, we can try to talk about that. Too. Awesome, man. Good luck. All right. Thank you so much, Patrick. Good yeah. luck with everything. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.